Hello, and welcome to the, what did you, man, I'm doing terrible at remembering what I say. Yeah. Uh, welcome, uh, welcome to the What Did You Think podcast episode nine. 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 Yeah. yeah. So what's up? I mean, I think, so, we, I think, thank you guys so much for watching. And not nine episodes, you know. No. Um, you know, they say, if you make it nine episodes, you've pretty much made it. So that's an industry I, secret. I'm not, I'm not sure who says that, but or is it I you? It. I mean, yeah. we could start it. That's we fair. could make it the new thing, <laughs> right? We could, mm -hmm. we could. Um, you know, I think the movie that we just uh, saw today was, um, you know, definitely a nine for me. Mm. But <laughs> in the words in of the, the books, for, for our German we gotta viewers get some out content. There. Oh <laughs> man, we're really. Wait, really, what did you think? I thought you were calling it a nine out of ten. No. <laughs> yeah, but what I was gonna say was in the words of Mr. Ben Brooks, we got to get some content first before we jump right into the movie review, right? Um, so you know, how was your week? It's it's going. It's a week. You we know, got the Oscar nominations coming Soon. up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was actually gonna ask your opinions on the Golden Globes. Oh yeah, because yeah. that happened last week. Um, so yeah, I mean, it happened since the last episode. So you know, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, but anyways, so I I watched some of it, not all of it. Mm -hmm. All right, thank goodness it didn't, because I can't really necessarily stand the Golden Globes. Um, I, there's just something about like, okay, this might sound terrible of me, but like so much, so many like. Uh, people that are just better than me sitting in a room just like eating and everything makes me kind of like feel really terrible isn't about that myself. exactly what the oscars is though shush it's or dimly like, lit much, and you can't see all of them like any meeting of a few people is what that is too also that's true well <laughs> either way the golden globes has a new had a new host um this year with gerard carmichael who is a phenomenal comic um yeah and uh just like any time he was like doing his monologues or anything where it was legitimately funny. Um, I think the whole thing with the golden globes is too, is like, Oh, this is like, this is dark humor guys. This is because they've had Ricky Gervais or whatever. So mm -hmm. I think they're trying to like not it's have Ricky the, Gervais, the cool but kids. have like, exactly. They, yeah. They like, want to be the Wendy's Twitter of award shows. <laughs> they um, do. They do. But, no, well, Ger Gerard Carmichael has a good Tom, uh, Tom Cruise joke. That really? I think landed, but was not. I, well I didn't received. watch the Golden Globes, so you're gonna have to let me know uh, what happened. I will. I will. Okay. Yeah. So there's several clips on YouTube and Twitter that you can find, but or you could, you know, just ask me, and I'll recreate everything to the best of my ability. All right. Uh, <laughs> no. Um, with Gerard Carmichael as the host, he's a pretty good job. I I was actually watching an interview when he was on the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon talking about promoting the golden globes and every bit that he had planned was ref like turned down by the hollywood foreign press uh and he, he finally he, he finally talks them into like having him just like stare directly into the camera <laughs> and just talk about opal oprah winfrey and his uh mom not thinking he's black anymore and it's just like <laughs> i'm not even kidding it is so funny and it's like they just had that be the promotion for the that's Golden great <laughs> so it's so good but uh not unfortunately his movie was not nominated for anything um yeah uh you know it was good i watched it late last year you're talking about um on the count of three right yeah 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 it's good. I don't tell anyone I said this. It's a little overhyped, uh, but it's a good debut. Um, Absolutely. No, yeah. I haven't seen it, so I'm just going to agree with you. Mm -hmm. uh, I haven't seen any of these movies on the podcast, actually. I just kind of like right. guess and hope I'm in the ballpark here. You're just That's why I asked, what you did you it. think? And then right. it's, yeah. No, um, <laughs> and then, uh, of course, some award stuff happened. Uh, a lot of stuff that I don't care about, a lot of stuff that I shouldn't care about, but I do. Uh, for instance, Colin Farrell winning Best Actor in a Drama Role. Now, 
there are many things. Colin Farrell, yes, he has a good performance in Banshees. All right. But he also, when he got up there, I think he was a bit drunk. I, th- I, th- I think everyone was. But Ana de Artemis presents the award. And he, and the first thing he says when he gets the award, he goes, Anna, I've loved you in Blonde. I saw it and I cried myself to sleep that night when I saw it. And just the shot of your ankles hanging over the bed or whatever, just like, it just really hit me. I just like, I'm, I'm being serious. I'm being serious. I, I just cried myself to sleep. Uh, anyways, I want to thank my wife and my, <laughs> I'm not even kidding. So, of course, I think Brendan should have won. Was he nominated? Yeah, yeah of course. But, uh, you know. Uh, I'm not worried about it because it's not the Oscars. The Golden Globes have to be different. So, you know. Right. I mean, yeah, there there is some correlation from what I hear. But if they were the same award show, one of them wouldn't exist. So, right. Uh, Kate Blanchett won Best or Lead Actress in a Drama Role for Tar. I could see that. I could see that. Um, Michelle Yeoh won Best uh, Lead Actress in a Comedy or Musical. So... Congratulations to her from everything everywhere. Mm-hmm. And my highlight of the night. The was, only part of the globes that I actually saw yeah, was was this. yeah, was what did you think one best podcast that was made around August, Octoberish, Novemberish time that stars two people named Ben and Cameron that live in California. And I honestly none of us were there because we didn't know that was a, a category. Yeah. Uh but and I, I think I saw, I think I saw, uh, what was it Nicholas Cage accepted the award on our behalf? So, yeah. <laughs> but congratulations to us, honestly. Yeah, that's actually, I didn't hear about that. Uh, but yeah. uh, I'm hearing about this for the first time now. Wow, right. that's crazy. Yeah. But um, I want to thank <laughs> our our two number one fans, which is Sarah and Isaac. Yeah, constantly fighting for the top spot. But oh no, K. Hey Kwan won. Yeah. Uh, best supporting actor in a um, comedy or musical role, and it is he gives an incredible speech. It really is so mm-hmm. good. I'm so upset that he's not in anything else. Like you know yeah. what I mean. But he's coming back though. He's coming back because he's, he's already Loki, got he's two. got Loki season two lined up. He's got the new Indiana Jones lined up. He he's on the radar again. And this time, I'm so happy. he's like going to be taken serious. Like you know, oh, a kid actor. Now he's you know full force absolutely i've not seen temple of doom so i I need to i haven't seen a single indiana jones movie i've seen one but i don't know which one it is so i feel i feel like i'm gonna start them one day yeah chronological order of course and just figure out which one that it was i was like oh i've seen this one yeah i know it wasn't with shia labeouf so i can i can roll out that one right but um no it is he has such a good talent uh with his role uh and not Shia LaBeouf, Kehe Kwan. Um, <laughs> no, he uh, he delivers such a great performance and everything everywhere that it's mm-hmm. like there's a reason he's winning all of these awards at all of these events is because like he he's legitimately so good. And I think it's just like there's a comeback story with Brendan Fraser. You know what I mean? And but this is this is also like a comeback story for for Kwan because he like hasn't been in anything. You know what I mean? It's crazy to see that his last role was so long ago, and now he's so long ago. Now he's so coming back. Ago. Um, no, um, but that that was the Golden Globes. Uh, uh, they, they had a piano player that would like play people off if they were going too long, and everyone was getting so annoyed with them that they were just uh, Michelle Yeoh was giving her speech, and she goes, "Shut up! I will. I can beat you up." <laughs> really? I mean, she can. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, Colin Farrell was like, "Stop it! I'm not done." And like, they were all like shutting. I mean, this like this he's probably just piano orders, player yeah. that's probably crying, like making not that much money as these people, as these movie stars are telling her to shut yeah. up. And he just has executives screaming in his ear, "Get him off the stage!" <laughs> <laughs> oh my word, I would hate that job. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm trying. Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> Uh, uh, there was a few other ones. Um, uh, Barry got Barry didn't win anything, unfortunately. Mm. Um, what was it nominated for? Uh, a comedy, um, show. Bill Hader was one for lead actor. Uh, Man, and I think oh, he didn't get it for lead actor. I, I, I don't. I think it I was like Tyler. I don't know. I don't know. Don't Tyler know James Williams won an award, but maybe that was supporting. I can't remember who won it for a comedy. Man, Bill um, Hader needs to start getting acting awards. 
because he is so underrated. underrated. He is underrated. Yeah. He is underrated as an actor. I don't know but, if I necessarily agree, but there was people saying that he deserved an Oscar for it too. And if you get, you know, I, I would say I, that. if anything in that movie was going to get an Oscar, it would have been him. But well, he's just so such an underrated talent right now. We'd love to have him on something. Yeah. Hit us up. At um, Hong Instagram. Chow didn't win any awards, unfortunately. Was she nominated um, for anything? I'm sure she was. Uh, you know, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But um, what was it? Yeah. Uh, Bill Hader didn't win anything. Henry Winkler didn't win anything. He was nominated. Uh, but yeah, I mean, there's always next year, you know. So, but um, yeah, Cameron, you also told me today that you are caught up on Succession. I am. Uh, actually, right after finishing the movie we're going to talk about today, I came home and I finished the the last season that's out right now season three um what a show i i yeah. watched the whole thing in a week and i'd love to talk about it um later later when the sh- when the season four comes out when season four is um, fully out yeah no i i know i mentioned this it, it's one of my favorite shows out right now this is to me the only show i'm really comparing to breaking bad uh as far as like just how much i love it yeah uh so yeah i mean and that's all i'll say it's uh, if you haven't seen it absolutely watch it i kid you not it'll be the best 29 hours that you'll spend um yeah so it it is fantastic uh well you know what else it's not gonna be our only season four this year hopefully we get barry season four season four too Um, barry season four we have you know we got a lot of stuff lined up in the TV and movie department. Wait, what's right. that? Did someone There's say Whitney? I was going to say there was also uh, 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 a third show that we were talking about uh, that, that comes out soon or yeah. uh, a few days ago was The Last of Us. And yeah. well, I mean, it was a great first episode, wasn't it? Well, actually, I'm holding my opinion until it settles a little bit. Um, oh, okay. Right. I don't want to get too premature with my answers right now. But speaking of three... Mm. Uh, brings that that brings me up to the movie for this week, which is M three G A N M three Gan M three Gan, or Megan, as some of you may know, as some and, of us may know, and yeah. Ben, who made it? Who's in it? Well, Megan, directed by Gerard Johnstone, is about a, a robotics who's engineer. In it, is about a robotics well, engineer who's in the toy. Movie? Stop! Shut up! I'm trying to do the introduction <laughs> for this. A robotics engineer. A uh, toy company builds a lifelike doll that begins to take on a life of its own, and of course, it stars Allison Williams, Violet McGraw, Ronnie Ching, and Amy Donald. Nice. It's PG thirteen, a okay. horror movie. So it's not necessarily a death sentence. So I guess the best way to kind of preface the conversation about this is to to look at it in the way that the world saw it before it came out. What we have here with M three Gan, uh. Or as you know, as Ben said, some people are calling it Megan. Um, we have a first week of January PG thirteen horror movie. Um, that's never a good sign. Other <laughs> similar releases are like the Bye Bye Man or other things like that. I think Slender Man that was PG thirteen. I don't know if it came out in um, January. Invitation. Yeah, uh, but you know, a lot of you know. A, a lot of history in the January horror movie releases, uh, none of which is good. None. But surprisingly, as you know, it was starting to be seen and starting to be reviewed. People were talking about how it's actually not that bad. Um, so much to this, so much so that uh, according to an article that I read, I don't know if this is still accurate or if it ever was, but. Um, it was the first movie in over 40 years to be released on that day and have a fresh Rotten Tomatoes score. That is good. That's a yeah. good job. Great job. Um, there, That's almost Avatar numbers right there. Seriously? So, yeah. Watch yeah, out, um, Spider. They're I mean, for you. Avatar also has a Rotten Tomatoes score. So I'm pr- they're practically yeah. the same thing. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. What do you think of it? Thanks for asking, man. Uh, this is going to be an interesting episode because this is uh, not that we don't 
disagree in some things, but this is going to be the first time where me and Ben come to an episode with almost opposite opinions of a movie. Yeah. Um, because I actually really enjoyed it. I found a lot to like. It's not perfect, but you know, given what it is, it's pretty good. Uh, Ben, what did you think? I also really enjoyed it, but for all the wrong reasons that the movie <laughs> wanted me to enjoy it for. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's hilarious. Uh, it is funny. It made me laugh. Yeah. And, uh, I chuckled. <laughs> so, okay. So here, here's the main issue. Me and Ben disagree on how much of the funny stuff in the movie was supposed to be funny. I don't, I think, say I... that this is full on a horror comedy. And Ben says that it's not. Well, hear me out. I think, yes, it is a horror comedy, but I don't think the comedy parts that I was laughing at, the movie was intending me to laugh at. Okay? Okay. I think what, at the root of it, the movie has a huge tonal issue. Because I do think some of it is trying to be be funny and lighthearted. But it, there's so much of that going on that I think it interferes a lot with the horror aspect of the movie. To where it's constantly clashing of, should we try to take this approach funny or should we take this approach as serious? And it's not, to me, it's not made clear on which is which or which is being done at the time. Yeah. So so uh, for the spoiler-free people, we're not going to get into too much detail yet. But a basic, basically premise of, uh, a basic, basically premise of what uh, the movie is. This little girl, her parents die. Um, and then she has to go live off with her, uh, aunt and her aunt is a toy maker and a toy that she just made is a Android that looks like a little girl that is basically like, you know, it's a robot that can do all the things a human can do with all, you know, all that stuff. And then, uh Oh, maybe the robot kill people who know, who know? Yeah, that's pretty much yeah. the premise. Right. And uh, I, I can see what Ben is saying about a potential tonal issue because it is a horror comedy. There are, from the get-go, the very first scene in the movie is a obviously satirical take on Furbies. And it's very clearly setting the tone of this is not a movie that it takes itself incredibly seriously. But I also do agree with Ben where there are points in the movie where they try to have a more uh, grounded, you know, discussion of its themes. And I, I I do think that the problems don't necessarily come in tone or tone balancing or whatever. I think there is a lack of confidence in the script that um, made it kind of suffer a little bit. Sure. I mean, you could just say the movie's bad. And no, like, I here's, no. okay. My my biggest way to example this is, I think this was made as an R-rated movie. There are times in the movie where you can see people mouthing f bombs that aren't said. That you can see splashes of blood that seem a little too big, uh, for if a movie that was made to be PG 13, but you never really see those splashes get made. You just kind of see it all as aftermath. There's a lot of weird cuts and a lot of interesting choices that seem like a movie that was made one way and changed very late in the process to be something else. Um, and that's, I think that is what really takes it down that. And one other thing, but I'm going to give Ben an opportunity to, you know, say sure. some of his thoughts. Now, I went into this movie wanting to enjoy it. I heard of the Rotten Tomatoes score. It was like at a 98% when, uh, when we went to go see it. So I was like, I mean, sure, this can't be bad. And Im immediately when they said her full name was, uh, was Megantron, leader of the Decepticons, I immediately thought that was a bit on the nose for me. But I let it slide. <laughs> I, I figured, you know what? No, this <laughs> is no. Her name is not Megantron. Sorry to uh, get you guys excited. Our <laughs> our Transformers fans. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. Um, well, I was gonna. Yeah, I'm. We're gonna skip. We're gonna. Yeah. Anyways, uh, <laughs> so, um, it's just like this is this is like me trying to talk about like 
a magic treehouse book that I read like 10 years ago that like, I'm sure it was, you know, like amusing and fun, but I don't have a lot to really, there's a few of things I have to say about it that like, that are complaints, but I just can't say it for the sake of spoilers. But, um, like, I, I know when the movie is trying to be self-aware and funny. Okay. But there's some scenes that like are supposedly really intense that I'm like still cracking up at. It's like so bad. And uh, all right, you know what? I'm just gonna go into it. So not spoilers, but just like I'm gonna go into some 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 deets. So the the lead actress was is uh her name uh, that you know uh, is Allison Williams. Uh, from Get Out, she plays Rose in Get Out. She is a million times better in Get Out than she is in this movie, and I don't understand why that is. I it, it seems odd. Her delivery is uh, off. It, I'll tell you what it is. It seems like the only person there were only two actors that cared to be in this movie, and that was um the the like head organizer of the toy company uh ronnie ching mm-hmm. and um violet mcgraw which is the younger girl the the little girl i thought they both actually like wanted to be in this and were having some fun in this whereas with allison williams she is like a lot like uh oh, the, the, what's the dude's name in violet night um john uh david harper no uh the the bad guy oh uh mm-hmm. uh john lugazamo Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Um, I felt like a similar situation with him. It's they just didn't care to be there and were just yeah. there for the paycheck because her acting is not great in it. And as a result, I was like, eh, if she's gonna be our lead, like be more engaging. I feel like you know what I mean. Yeah, I, I, I thought think... the daughter was fine, and I see people clowning the daughter or the little girl. Uh, there's no reason to do that. This is her first role. Okay, it's not. It, it is the main girl yes this is not her first role i was just about to talk how she was really good in a different thing oh that i've seen i thought this who's oh i i I saw it's amy donald but that's just megan's voice or stunt double what there's one that plays the body and one that plays the voice um if you're talking about the girl like the main daughter she's already been in stuff i know she she's in doctor sleep and she was also in the haunting of Hill House. I've um, seen. I have seen. So this this does speak to what you're talking about of a bunch of, you know, uh, quality actors and actresses who seem to be less than their other performances in this. And I think that probably has more to do with the director than it does any individual actor. Because I just checked his IMDb, never seen anything he's done. But this is only his fifth credited thing on IMDb, uh, and that's like including episodes of TV shows and stuff. And stuff, right? So if I just don't know, I don't. First of all, all the other stuff that these actors are in are just better. I do like this movie, but I understand that it's very flawed. The other stuff that they're in, Get Out, Hill House, Shang Chi, they're all just better movies, right? They have more to work with and they have more to do that. And on top of that, a seemingly inexperienced director, you know, it, it doesn't add up very well. So I, I can, yeah, I can see what you're talking about in terms of performances. Uh, It could very well be the director. Um, And it's, oh, dude, this is so stupid. It's like, when you say that this movie is self-aware, makes me frustrated because that's excusing bad writing and bad direction. It, and it's, okay, here's so, the thing, Cameron: is I know one thing that's spoiler that rebuts what like you're gonna say. Okay, but say okay. It anyways. I think first of all, this is let's 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 get let's be frank. Let's be straight. This is the Megan episode. I don't think anyone expected us to have a lot to say about this. 
And I also don't think anyone's really going to be that worried about spoilers. I think we can go straight into spoilers. Um, We've basically, we can summarize real quick. I enjoyed it. I found a lot of positives in the comedic elements. And I also thought it was overall just a fine PG 13 slasher. Uh, it, It tries its hand at some more deeper themes, which I think it fails due to uh, just a lack of focus. But overall, I wouldn't say it's terrible at all. I'm excited for the kill count. Um, <laughs> and, you know, I, I, I can see this becoming a big thing or falling into obscurity. I It could really go either way. Yeah. What about you, Ben? Um, I think this is ironically good. Uh, it's like... This is a perfect movie where if you have your friends over and you put this on, like it you guys are going to crack up at it. Like this is so funny. Um for all the wrong reasons. Uh there no and okay. There are some jokes that do land, I think. Uh but I that is like not common at all. It's a lot of it is simple just stuff of like overreacting where it's like Megan is drawing a picture and the guy's like, "Oh, what it's like i kid you not that's like what he sounds like that's what he does and i think that's fully on purpose there's no shot dude (laughs) yes shot dude Dude, this is i I mentioned the spider that's what it is it's spider but just the movie like this is spider's movie okay it's just straight up disney channel okay this is if you went on disney channel and they're playing a a m3gan movie and you turn it on i would not know this difference here's the thing though if it's spider amongst the avatars it's a bad actor if it's spider amongst spiders it's intentional no no shush it's also look at the studio blumhouse okay blumhouse makes good stuff blumhouse has their fair share of crap also yeah when was the last good thing they've made when was the last good thing they made? i'm pulling up blumhouse wikipedia give me a second because i guarantee it I'm about to knock your socks off, bro. Uh, Five years since the last good uh, Blumhouse. Unless Blackstone is Blumhouse, because I haven't seen it. It is. I haven't seen it. So you already, it it doesn't matter. It's how it happens. It exists. All right. Let's see here. Let's see here. Let's see here. Is there a list? uh, We got. They made Vengeance. That's so weird. So Megan, Halloween ends. Vengeance. Great thing. The Black Flower. Fires. Okay. Uh, they made all the paranormal activity stuff. Uh, the the Forever Purge, gotta love it. The so, Invisible Man, that was good. I haven't seen, so it sounds like I've only seen the bad ones. Yeah, but no, it, from what you're saying, statistically, it's like one of every five movies that they make is good. They made us, Jordan Peele. No, that was not them. That was Monkey Paw. It says it right here, man. Us, Jordan Peele. Well, us still isn't that good. They made Unfriended. They made Upgrade. Upgrade is fantastic. Um, Upgrade's a lot of fun. But, I mean, they, they made, made the, the Creep, creep movies. movies. Yeah. yeah. Get Out. They made Get Out. Well, so did they... Are you sure? I mean, it's it on their website. It says it right here. Yeah. yeah, it's on their website. But I, it's odd. Oh. I haven't seen the Happy Death Days. I haven't seen the Insidious. Apparently they made Martyrs. Interesting. Really? I, I hear that's like scarring. To be, yeah. Split. Whiplash. So I'm sure that I'm sure they made they made Whiplash. They made Whiplash. The Belko experiment. Well, okay, like I said, every like five uh, they made the Green Inferno, which is another one that's like supposed to be pretty good, but also terrible. Yeah. <laughs> so statistically, it looks like one of out of every five movies they make is good. What makes you think? So you think they're getting their one out of the way right now, and then they're, then they're going to make their bad ones? There's no way. I this think. Cameron, there's a reason this is coming out in, in January. It's a January horror movie. There okay. are no good January horror movies. And it's a great movies. January horror movie. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Keep spoilers. in mind what spoilers. I... Spo- okay, spoilers. spoilers. That Yeah, that was the tangent. The Blumhouse tangent. Um. Okay. You go first. You lead in. And this will be a what did you think debate. Okay, so I'm going to ignore just saying spoiler in the beginning. I'm just going to jump into my complaint that is a spoiler. Right. Okay, so a reason why I don't think that this movie is uh, self-aware all the time is for the simple think, uh, what? 
<laughs> the simple thing that one of the characters um who works at the toy company we see him it shows a scene of him downloading and stealing work files on his laptop and immediately when it showed that i'm like oh he's probably going to be like programming megan to like maybe he's because he's also being mistreated by his boss okay so i figured okay this is how he wants to be in charge of the company or so he wants to move up so he's going to program megan to be bad and she's going to kill some people and end up getting this guy fired well literally I was like, okay, uh, it's not, you know, great writing, but at least, like, they're attempting a twist, okay? So, you know, whatever. But at the end, of, it's like they forgot that they did that with the movie, and then right before Megan's going to kill him, she, uh, she's like, why does she Why does she go on a monologue before? Okay, Megan uh, is and end, ended up uh, killed the boss, and she's like, why did you do that? Uh, she goes on this thing, she's like, you know, I could leave this here and people are going to think that, oh, you were just stealing work files and you were out to get them and that's why you killed them. I was like, no, they say this at the end of the movie, Cameron. That okay. is not good so at all. It sounds they set to me, up something, but it delivered sounds it like poorly. To me, you, thank you, Ben, for handing me the best argument I could ever have. You went into this movie wanting it to be bad, so you look for things to be bad, and then when they're no. not bad in the way you want them to be bad, you say they're worse? Cameron, a five-year-old could figure out what they were going to do with that. They okay? were saying, okay, for what? Okay, all they set up is that he was stealing files. They didn't set up he was programming Megan because Megan was already doing Megan things before he did that. Well, th- I thought I figured it was going to be like uh, uh, I, fi- I figured I figured that flashback. you don't know what movies are. I don't. Did you even know that it's like videos or like a bunch of still images played past so it looks like they move? First of all, they're called moving pictures. So exactly, yeah. yeah. Okay. Anyway, Ben. First of all, you think you're a mega bike right now. <laughs> Minion bucket. Okay. Listen. I think you think I think this is like a 10 out of 10 movie. I don't think that. I just think you're giving this movie way too much. I credit give this movie deserves. the credit it deserves, which is that it is self-aware, it knows what it's doing, and it was uh, wasted potential. Hitler knew what he was doing, and it was still bad. All right, that's that's my argument. There. <laughs> Anyways, Megan. Uh, so. um, <laughs> okay, so first of all, the very first scene in the movie is a, is a satirical commercial. You can't look past that. This and shows self awareness, self awareness, comedic intent. Okay, okay. Sure, some of it's trying to be funny, but that scene of him stealing the files is not played for comedic effect. It's not right? because it's set up. And yeah, it makes perfect sense. If she wanted to try to kill people and get away with it, she needed a a, a reason to do it, right? She she's anyways. supposed to be she's supposed to be super duper smart, right? So if she knew about that, she wanted to kill the boss and she wanted a way to get away with it. She kills the boss, kills the assistant who she knows is doing bad stuff, so it's like an alibi. It 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 fits. No, it doesn't. That's the thing. It doesn't. Yeah. You don't think there's any security cameras at all in that freaking like Trump Tower looking toy yeah, company? Yeah, a security camera would see a guy working at his look working on a laptop at a work building. That's how that works. That's how it is. I'm saying the murderers, the murders that were happening in the build. All right. First of all, the building looks like Oscorp Tower from the Amazing Spider-Man series. <laughs> like, does it not? It's like giant. It Why does. is that a toy company? It's huge. Toy company no. make a lot of money, bro. You're actually making me lose my mind. Okay. <sighs> whatever. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> the singing in the movie. You cannot tell me you thought that was supposed to be serious. I'm positive. Who I sings were... Titanium as a lullaby, if not a satirical murder doll, right? No, no one's going to be like in the writing room like, man, what's a great lullaby for this? totally serious scene that's definitely not comedic at all dude titanium the producers the writers and the director was there in the movie in the same theater that we saw it in they would be disappointed and embarrassed on how we were handling and viewing that movie all right if they were in the movie theater with us they would be like ha what a nice comedic scene we have here i'm oh, glad we not. left it in and that was so intentionally funny on purpose every time. 
and this is coming from the writers of Malignant, okay? James Wan, yeah. And Malignant is leagues better than this is. True. All right? I won't and fight you there. Malignant has no... I don't want to say it has no tunnel issues, because I don't. I can't remember, honestly. But it doesn't have the... Like, it's not self-aware. I figured if, if, if it You're was right. self-aware... If it was self-aware... We would see it's like ripples throughout. That's not it's, how that works without though. these creators. Thing. I'm just saying. I'm just saying that's not how that works. The Coen okay? brothers always have some Cohen in their writing all the time. You're right, they do. And uh, James Wan had his James Wanness in this movie by making the killer a TikTok dancing murder doll instead of a Mortal Kombat flipping weird twin person, like. There's James Wanness. No, there. no, it's okay. Anyway, and I give a bad argument. I give a bad argument there. That's right. Yeah. All right. You can save your breath for that one. All right. You win that one. <laughs> That's 10 1 me. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, people I keeping say, count would say it's like 1, maybe 5 0 me, but, you know, who, who really cares? 1 5 0? Yeah. I get 105,000 points. 1 0 5 um zero that's one hundred five thousand. just letting you know yeah i don't keep track i have people I, for that i have people for that <laughs> we have our editor out there that's yeah. keeping track of it for us okay anyway listen okay let's take this debate aside for a second and talk about another part of the movie and that is the more we can say some parts are comedic some parts aren't there are scenes that are supposed to be objectively not comedic like how there's an entire theme of the movie about how children deal with death and about uh children's attachment issues would yeah. you agree yeah sure. and i think that those are done okay but they could have been done so much better mm -hmm. i would agree yeah. and i think uh, I don't know. There's a scene where the daughter that has the dead parents is okay. You know, I'm sorry. It's like for I know I said I didn't have a lot to say. I do have a lot to say, but it's all negatives. I have nothing positive. So in the beginning, when the mom, when the mom and the dad die, literally the next day, she goes home with her aunt and uncle. Or her aunt. Sorry, there's no uncle. She goes home with her aunt, which makes sense. I guess she needs a place to stay. You know, okay. But why is it that that same exact day, there's a therapist that yeah, needs to show that, up? That, this is one of my complaints with the movie. There is well. no time for this girl to grieve. Okay. Whoa, you got me on something now. Because, <laughs> like... I this am... therapist walks in to a girl whose parents died the day, and we'll be generous, the week before right and, and then it, she's it, like played up wearing like your pajamas at three in the evening away. she's like upset at the girl for wearing her pajamas in the middle of the day like first of all normal kids don't do that anyway first let of all, alone her parents just died why don't she relax but my biggest issue cameron it's not with that it's not with the the realistic you know issues of would a therapist actually show up this early would they really be getting upset listen I've got a lot of D&D &D books. I got a lot of dice. All right, I have collections of that. Mm -hmm. Eli, your brother collects a lot of pop figures, okay? Yeah. You know, I, he doesn't I'm not I'm I have my fair share of collectibles. Oh, but what I, but what I'm saying is for Eli's pop figures, he doesn't take them out of the box, does he? Right. Why on earth has this therapist just never heard of someone collecting toys? People do I, that all the time. I don't know. And she then proceeds to like be upset with the aunt for not letting the daughter play with these boxed up toys because they're a collection. She's like, so she's not allowed to play with those toys. And I'm like, get over yourself, yeah. therapist. And like, also, are she's, you helping? she's so upset with uh, the whatever the character's name is for not already having her entire life set up to raise a child exactly. as if she's intentionally like. No, I mean, intentionally or not, she's a single woman with a full-time career. She's not going to have time or facility. My battle my wasn't, I didn't have my sibling's death and my calendar right, that I could right. be planning this. Right. Know what and I mean? so, and that, I agree with you. That is a flaw, or at least it's a weird choice, because 
I, I thought they were setting up that character to just be murdered because, you know, that's common in horror movies. You have trash characters so they can get murdered later and no one cries. Right. But like, she's just fine at the end of the movie, you know, like, <laughs> and the, the therapist comes back in like throughout the movie and she seemed, oh, wow, this is, there is uh, a, a, a scene shortly after the therapist scene. Okay. No, it's less than a week though, because the Friday there is like this, uh, uh, what, what like this presentation to the boss. Mm-hmm. So literally, in less than a week, a therapist is there, uh, making fun of the mom, the aunt, for having a collection of toys. All right, and upset with her for her not knowing how to parent. Like, right. chill out of nowhere. Yeah. Um. So the aunt. Still, because uh, Aunt does the right thing and is not forcing her uh, this daughter to go to school. You know what I mean? Because a either summer break. I think that's what it is. I think it's like summer break because there's a camp that they go to in the middle of this. No, um, no, no. I, I, no. That's part of the school. That, uh, that's an alternative form of schooling that they're testing oh, out. Okay. Well, yeah, but I, either way, so she takes the daughter to this like the the toy company Oscorp, and um. She's upstairs and they're about to introduce her to Megan. And um this is where another like a hilariosity thing happens where it's like the Megan doll comes in, greets herself to the daughter, and they go and they sit down, and Megan uh is gonna draw her a picture with one pen, one marker that's apparently an invisible ink multicolored marker, uh draws a picture knocks over a glass of water and that's when um the the toy director guy is like oh, oh really and then uh she like waves it and the, uh we see the water or whatever explore the page and it creates this like perfect colored like it's like just perfect self portrait of the daughter and he's like why Oh, this is amazing, bro! I don't know how you can describe that and not be like, "This is a funny joke." Because uh, I, I think it's hilarious. I think it's so funny. I was cracking up. But I don't think that was intentional. Hey, boss! I, really I have don't. an idea for a joke. What if she draws the picture with only two markers and then it's perfect, and then people are surprised? Because to me, it doesn't seem clear enough that that is be that is self aware. I don't think so. I really so don't. Is is Megan supposed to? hold your little baby hand and tell you when all the jokes are i'm saying if it was put on your 3d glasses it's time uh, for a joke dude because i don't think so i i I legitimately do not think that it's being self-aware is it funny yes was it intentional yes i I don't think so i don't think so i really don't now and maybe i'm wrong well guess what chris stuckman and carson runquist agree with me so i haven't seen any of their videos so yeah i have and they're like Cameron from the What Did You Think podcast. I saw the episode early before they even recorded it, and he's right. He's right. Uh, that's well because we record it on the same day, right? They're actually the I have them on call right now. Oh, okay, that's yeah. what it is. Say, that's say what, hi, that's who's talking say hi, Chris. Hi. Yeah, uh, Chris. Click right Chris. here to get stuck monized. Uh, can I get a role in uh, Shelby Oaks? I I haven't seen the latest update video so i don't know yet maybe okay bye oh man nice he had to go and carson Carson make sure make sure you subscribe to chris yeah we love helping out smaller creators links below (laughs) yeah Yeah. i'm not gonna put their links in there Do you get notified if like a creator puts their like your channel link in there? No. That'd just be weird if he's like, who's tag? What? (laughs) In all seriousness, though, kind of side thing, he's starting a new podcast that I'm actually really excited for. Chris? Have you heard about it? No. Yeah. He's interviewing new, uh, not sponsored, by the way. He's interviewing uh, uh, filmmakers and they talk about their journey from uh, how they got their very first movie ever made. Wow. So Uh, it's like a rags to. A rags, rags to story, yeah, rags to less rags, and so it's gonna be pretty sick. I hope. No, that's super cool. I, I like Chris a lot. Uh, I we met when. Uh, Sorry, we had to cut there. Been just yeah. went on too long of a story. I know it yeah. was. Yeah, we we wanted this to be under four hours. Yeah. So we and, I'll, to... and I'll always cherish that moment. 
Yeah. But what he said. Honestly, me. the way you described it too made me feel like I was there. So yeah. I'll always cherish that moment too. <laughs> People say I have a way of telling stories. I they say I have yeah. a way with words. So yeah, and you do. Um, I don't have <laughs> anything else to say about this movie. This okay. is I know you probably do, and I'll just uh, kind of go off of what you say now. So you all right, good. you take it from here. Yeah, I guess I'll I'll take it from here. Um, I so we've talked about the debate, and I think it's really up for interpretation with at this point. Uh, and as we've said, if you think it's on purpose or not, there's enough to enjoy there. I think it's worth it to see it. Maybe mm-hmm. not a theater experience, but. If it's like on some streaming service, sure. Um, but and then in terms of the themes, it it tries, and I think it doesn't really get there. I I think, like I said, the cast is underutilized. The the script is choppy and like you know, it it just doesn't see the potential because that that is an interesting concept, and I think this is why it was edited down to a PG thirteen because this is more for the kiddies right like uh attachment issues and a death in the eyes of children like that's stuff that you know teens might want to <laughs> megan megan that's so stuff I... that teens are more needing to hear than uh you know 17 pluses you know what i'm saying yeah um part of me was I, because when originally i heard they were making this I I thought this was gonna be a um uh I thought this was gonna be a third Drake and Josh installment and I was this is I'm sorry Megan <laughs> Megan I thought that was gonna be like just all they yeah. were saying it was just Megan pranks the whole movie I'm actually I'm pretty sure I heard James Wan and Jason Blum talking in an interview that was the original goal but Miranda Cosgrove was too busy working on oh, the iCarly revival so well it was that and then uh, as they're like the day before because she had a small window and right before they were about to film uh drake got uh got in trouble <laughs> and josh he was like that's and it the, i'm going with christopher nolan and, but, that and was they that. figured putting drake in a in a movie with with kids and uh no no <laughs> anyway so i liked yeah. it yeah me too yeah we don't do numbers on the podcast. Yeah, we so do. So you're going to have to go to Letterboxd for that. Figure that one out. But, um, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. what do we got for next week, Cameron? I don't think we actually planned it yet. Not like we, we tell people anyway at right. the end of the episodes. But I know I'm going to see Skinamarink by myself, Ben. And I'm curious to know what you think about that. Well, and too bad. Next episode, you got to tell me. I'll let you know, but I won't be happy about it. I'm not gonna see it. It's just so scary. We maybe do... if they had a PG-13 version of it, then I'd yeah. See it's it. actually not rated though, so maybe it's like rated G, and we just don't know. Um, I will say, ooh, what? Plane. So uh, I don't want to. I don't want to plan on the podcast. I, I um, don't. I don't want to plan it either. But I will say, I'm playing it. <laughs> uh, I will say if they're is uh, i don't know i don't know because we got a few because we, we could do an oscar episode i know there's a few movies like i hear that puss in boots movie is like really good i heard that's supposed to be great yeah um but it's just like seeing animated movies in theaters is so painful because i always get a theater that is just full of kids all well, the time you gotta go at the right time you can't go like well they don't necessarily have a 10 p.m showing of puss in boots well, then you're just not looking in the right spots. But um, I will say that we I can confirm for a future episode later, uh, a little bit later, we have a first-time guest uh, coming on for an exciting movie. Oh, I'm so I'm excited. I'm sure all of movie. us are equally excited for. Um, But yeah, it'll be fun. I, I will I say... Oh, sorry. I was just gonna say I can't say exactly when that'll be, but new guests, uh, they're a longtime fan of the podcast, not necessarily on Isaac and Sarah's level, you know. Right. But who knows? Maybe they'll get on here and tell us about how like saved our podcast saved them from a burning building or something, and then maybe right. like if yeah. Um I uh, 
well, yeah. No, I, I'm still waiting on Women King to be in theaters. I like. I need to watch it, and it is just not showing anywhere where I'm at. Yeah. And you think California would have all the shows, but apparently not. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm really waiting on that. And I know Anna Kendrick has a new movie out that I'm debating seeing because it seems really depressing, and I don't know if I want to watch it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I think I think I'm going to. Uh, we have options. Uh, yeah. Also, I heard through the grapevine, um, uh, Oscar from the Oscars told me, yeah, that there the is. No, Oscar. Like, oh, he, it's named after him. The whole event is right. Uh, I, wait, actually, is it? I I could be the same guy. It's either Oscar the Grouch or Oscar from the Office. Yeah, no, it, it is. They, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there is a slight but increasing chance that the menu gets a nomination. Um, for what editing ensemble? Oh, I I've never heard of that. You keep bringing it up. I've never heard of that Oscar. It's, a, it's an Oscar. It, the thing is, it's uh, uh, it's easy. I don't want to say it's easy to get. That's super stupid of me to say. Um, but like typically movies with like a lot of casts, like a lot of people in their cast will get it. Mm-hmm. Um, but also typically movies that have a limited number of people in the movie will also get it. So. Like the Women King will probably get nominated, but the Whale doesn't have like enough people to get nominated. Bro, um, I don't think that this is an Oscar, bro. It is. It's a SAG Award. S A G. Yeah, Screen Actors Guild. Well, maybe not an Oscar then. Well, S A G is the, the, the those awards are good. Yeah. Anyway, well, I'm love proving you're wrong here on the podcast. First with Megan, now with this. You just well, can't get to break this for the Spotify. Part. I'm just editing out the, all the parts I'm wrong at. <laughs> okay, and you'll notice there's no cuts in the episode because I'm always right. Uh, you, true, true. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> um, yeah. Well, Cameron, uh, I'm gonna. I uh, <laughs> I 